Welcome to Gizmo's Corner. I bet you were expecting Gizmo to be here. But no, it's me, JC, from Mission Spooky. Twisting my nips for you guys in excitement. Wanna know why? Because this is my fucking corner now. And this is JC's Corner. And today, we're gonna be doing that review on New Mutants. I came over to check on Gizmo here. Nowhere to be fucking seen. So this is my goddamn podcast today. And it's going to be mine forever. Because I... I established a peeing corner. I'm just I'm just peeing in that one corner there. I've been here 35 seconds and I'm peeing in the corner already. Just so it's established as this is my area. He has a lot of weird stuff in here. I'm gonna have to re- redo things. I need I need pictures of me. So many pictures of me will be hanging on these walls. I'll tear down the bookshelves with his weird, creepy horror things. DVDs, give those to Goodwill. Who even watches DVDs anymore? We're a streaming nation. Come on, fucking get with the times, you old piece of shit. Goddamn, hashtag boomer. Uh, what was what was that? Wait. What the oh, fuck God. are you doing here? Nothing? How the fuck did you get in my studio, Jeremy? What the? I came, I, I came through the internet. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. That's right, it is Gizmo's Corner, not JC's Corner. Gizmo Fresh! Well, with that being said, everybody, I know it's been a while. Haven't uh, posted anything in a long time. That is due to multiple things. For one, quarantine kind of got to me a little bit. Uh, Going through a little bit of a depression. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that were feeling that. Been hearing it quite frequently from a lot of people. Uh, It struck pretty hard. Uh, I didn't feel motivated to do this at all. But, you know, stuff is opening up. Things are going to somewhat normal again or whatever normal is anymore. And I don't know. I feel feel a little bit more like myself. I'm ready to get this show on the road and keep this uh, keep putting more content out. So, being the first episode back in a very long time, shit, it's been over a month now. Holy shit! Uh, well, being the first episode back, I figured I'd uh, open up with a little something, something new. This is going to be the segment ten items or less. This is where I'm going to be discussing ten properties that I've watched over a period of time. I'm just going to recommend if they're worth watching or if you should skip them. Essentially, it's going to be a little mixed up. I did watch a lot of movies. I watched a lot of TV shows. Uh, I'm only going to be talking about ten of what I've watched. That's worth talking about. I also want to let you guys know that there are going to be a couple new segments coming out. I'm sure some of you have already listened to Pixelation Nation, where me and Jake are discussing different video games and what we want to see made out of those properties, whether it is a movie or a TV show. We have done our first episode on the NES. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. They're going to be quick listens. I'm trying to cut these episodes down to be anywhere between an hour and an hour and a half. Uh, But yeah, go check out. Pixelation Nation, NES, we're going to be doing another episode sometime soon. I don't know when it's going to come eventually, but we're going to be doing it on the Super NES. And then we'll do another one on Sega and so on and so on. So stay tuned. Those will be coming down the road very shortly. Or not. Eventually. One of them. Another new segment that is going to be coming out very soon. uh, Actually, within the next couple weeks, I'm going to be having my friend Perry on and we are doing a new segment called out of the panels that's where we're going to be discussing news in comic books 
and not just comic books specifically, but also comic book properties such as, you know, TV shows and movies, et cetera. That's mainly what we talk about on here anyway. Look forward to that. It's it's going to be a good time. Perry is one of the most knowledgeable people I know when it comes to comic books. And I've I've known him my entire life, essentially, and me and him have always had great conversations about that. As far as other segments on here, Yo Buddy is still kicking. Uh, that's probably going to be dropped down. We might only be doing episodes for Yo Buddy maybe once a month or every other week. The three of us coming together to do an episode is getting a little bit more difficult now that you know everything is starting to open up and we all are starting to get busy again. So trying to get the three of us together is, is proving to be a little bit more difficult than normal. Um, Cinemascapes, whenever theaters open up, I'm not going to be going to the theater anytime soon, even though they are going to be opening up soon. I th- I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be opening on the 13th. Uh, I may be wrong, but I'm not going out anytime soon to see a movie. So Cinemascapes is going to be on hold uh, until further notice. Uh, the episodics, yeah, that'll happen eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> Once there's a show worth talking about, uh, you know, I'll definitely get somebody on here and to talk about some show. We did do... Uh, an episode I had Carly Gwen on to talk about Hollywood on Netflix. If you guys haven't listened to that, go check that out. I'm sure you have already. It's a really good episode. Uh, Food After Midnight, the horror series where usually it's JC coming on to talk about horror. Uh, that's that's going to be going on forever. That's probably going to be you know the prime show on this channel. Most recently, me and the horror queen Krista are in talks about doing another episode for uh, slashers. We wanted to talk about our favorite slashers throughout history. And uh, yeah, you know, that's again, just fun conversation between the two of us bantering. Um, I'm sure you've listened to the episode where we talked about horror movie remakes. That is record breaking. That is a record breaking episode over two hours. Actually, I think that actually came out to be like two and a half hours. Me and her, <laughs> we sat down for three hours talking about that. Uh, and it was it was a great time. I hope everyone enjoyed it. If you've listened to it, if you haven't, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right. So now that I've updated y'all on all of that, uh, let's get into some of these properties that I have watched and let you know my opinions on them. All right, so the first one I'm going to be talking about is called 7500 Stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He plays a pilot who, mid-flight, him and his co-pilot are attacked by hijackers. And in the process of being attacked, these hijackers are trying to take over the plane. Uh, his co-pilot gets stabbed and dies, leaving just him. He ends up getting the hijackers out of the cockpit. And this is this is something I call a seclusion storyline where you're trapped within one area throughout the entire movie. Uh, prime example, if you've ever seen Locke starring Tom Hardy, it's literally just Tom Hardy driving around in a car throughout the entire movie. It's, it's just him driving in a car, talking to different people on the phone. This is the same idea. The entire movie takes place within the cockpit of this plane. And it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt pretty much trying to protect himself and the passengers from these hijackers from getting in. Uh, it's very thrilling. I was on the edge of my seat a couple times. Uh, I highly recommend you watch this one. If you haven't, it was uh, it was good. Um, definitely check it out. Movie number two. I actually had to rent this one. It's called Becky. It stars Kevin James, uh, Joe McHale and Lulu something or other. She was in Ouija two and Annabelle two. And I'm, I'm pretty sure she was in the Haunting of Hill House series on Netflix as well. She's like she's like one of those kids that's in every horror movie now. Uh, this movie, 
I'm not going to say this was great by any means. Uh, I thought there was a lot off with it, starting with the fact that the people, I, I would say overall the casting in this was, was a little confusing compared to this. I, w- I was excited to see Joel McHale in something other than Community or The Soup or you know any other thing that Joel McHale has done. This one, he was supposed to be playing like more of a serious role as a father figure. Uh, to Lulu, I, I guess I, I guess I should say what this movie's about actually before I get into any of that. So this movie's about uh, father Joel McHale and his daughter Lulu. They go to a cabin, uh, their cabin out by a lake or something, and they are met with Joel McHale's girlfriend and her son. And it's supposed to be like this weekend long getaway kind of thing. In the process of of this happening. Kevin James, that's right, Kevin James, the King of Queens, who plays a neo-Nazi, is escaped from prison with his ragtag group of Nazis, and they're looking for a key for some reason. Essentially, this turns into a home invasion movie where Kevin James and his cronies have this family tied up and you know held captive. Uh, one thing leads to another. They are not aware of Becky, played by Lulu, and let's just say Becky... The title character goes a little crazy and takes things into her own hands and it turns into a little bit of a gore fest. If you're a fan of horror, this might sound exciting, but other than the gore and, you know, seeing Kevin James do something besides fall down for a laugh, it, I I would say, honestly, I would, I, I don't recommend this one highly. It's a little all over the place, but, uh, if you're bored one day and feel like checking it out, and like seeing kids go crazy, why not? Uh, number three, this is going to be another Prime original. It's called The Vast of Night. This one I really enjoyed a lot. This is a different take on a small town in the, I want to say like 60s, 70s, maybe 80s. Um, I'm terrible with time pieces. Like I, I can see something. I'm not going to be able to tell you what time period it is unless there's people roller skating and disco ball spinning. I know that's the sixties. <laughs> I know like hot pink and neon colors is the eighties. Like this one, it was hard. I couldn't really tell what time period this was supposed to be. This story revolves around a radio host. And by the way, everyone in this movie, I've never heard of before. They're all brand new to me. Uh, but this does revolve around a radio uh a dj radio dj and another girl who works as a telephone operator and they play a noise over the radio and then they have calls come in about people that have heard this noise before and a lot of it a lot of this movie is just talking it's a lot of black screens and then people telling a story of something that happened and then it cuts back to these these two characters and they go on this like small little adventure it's not it's not very action packed or high paced or anything, but it is very interesting to see a different take on the alien movie or the alien genre. Uh, I'm not going to say much more cause I don't want to get into spoilers or anything, but it's a very cool indie movie and I highly recommend checking this one out. I also want to throw out there, there is a war of the world's Easter egg. See if you can find it. And next movie, Eurovision. This one I'm not going to go deep into at all because I think JC actually wants to do an episode about this one. Um, So Eurovision is starring Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. They play brother and sister. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, if you you saw the movie, you probably know why I giggled at that. Um, But they are a singing group and they enter into something that is actually real. I've never heard of this before, but Eurovision is something that that takes place over in Europe. It's almost like an American idol or uh, Britain, America's got talents, anything like that, I guess. And 
it, it's this is a as the movie goes on, I'm like, all right, it's Will Ferrell. If you've seen Will Ferrell in any kind of comedy, usually it's the same thing. You're going to get like silly, dumb, funny stuff. And after a while with Will Ferrell, you're like, oh, great. Okay. It's the same fucking slapstick humor all over again. And this one, it was a little bit different, even though they, a lot of the jokes were recycled from old Will Ferrell movies. Like I, I felt Step Brothers in there, semi-pro in there, uh, a lot of stuff. It just felt like rehashed stuff he's done before. Uh, but there were a lot of new things and honestly the saving grace to this was Rachel McAdams. I thought it, I, I think she's a wonderful actress and, uh, she was very funny in this movie and oh my God, I'm going to say right away, the singing in this movie is incredible. I, if that's actually her singing, she has a phenomenal voice. Again, I don't want to go too much into this. It was a lot of fun considering I know I just said a lot of negative things about it as far as like the Will Ferrell aspect goes, but I actually had a really good time with this movie and I do recommend you watch it. I know a lot of people are like praising it right now. So definitely go check this one out. It's pretty good. Next one, a series on Netflix, Space Force starring Steve Carell and John Malkovich and many others. This one's a little split. I'm, I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like it. I've heard a lot of people say they love it. Uh, me, I liked it. I started watching this one. Um, I was attracted to it. Uh, it gets a little, you know, it, it kind of mocks politics and it mocks political personalities and other personalities out there. Like they take characters from real life and do a little twist on them in this show. I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to recommend this one just because it, it is, it is a pretty good time. I did enjoy it. I'm not going to say you're going to enjoy it, but make that decision yourself. If you've seen it already, you know, good. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that because I, I really, honestly, I really don't have a whole lot to say about Space Force. It, it was there. I watched it. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, next up is another Netflix original movie, The Five Bloods. And that comes from Spike Lee. Without getting into spoilers again, I'm when I do this this show, I'm not going to I'm not going to be spoiling anything or trying my best not to spoil anything. This movie I'm a little split with because there were parts of it that I really loved. And then there were other parts of it that I was really unsure about. Uh, that happens a lot with Spike Lee's movies for me. Like there's a handful where I was like, these are, these are fantastic. There's just some things in his movies where it takes me out of it. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that to be a bit bad thing. It, I, I just don't think some of the stuff is for me exactly. Uh, overall though, I do recommend you watch this movie, make your own opinion on it. I can understand why this movie would be cool to a lot of people. The story for this is very good. It, it revolves around four Vietnam vets who meet up again after a long period of time to go back to Vietnam to recover the body of their fallen soldier. And while doing that, they're also there to find lost gold so they can be millionaires. Um, the story is, is good. Uh, you do witness some of the characters having PTSD. Um, others you know, you find out a little bit about their past and everything as the story develops and what happened back then compared to now. I, I recommend you watch this movie. The next movie up for discussion is another Netflix original is uh, Lovebirds starring Kamal Nanjiani and Issa Rae. Uh, this one I'm not going to talk about too much. I wasn't really a fan of this movie. I enjoyed the two lead characters played by the names I just mentioned. Uh, the story itself is very cookie cutter. It's a date night movie. Uh, by date night movie, I mean like the movie Date Night with Steve Carell and uh, Tina Fey. It's a couple experiences something. They're on the run for an entire night, and one thing leads to another. It's supposed to be silly. To me, I found myself being bored throughout this movie. It's like you know what's going to happen before it happens. There's not 
There's not a ah ha 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 where you're laughing for a long time. It's just very like, huh, and then that's it. And mo- you move on. And it, it's very unfortunate because the 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 performers in this they did do a good job. I thought it's just the overall story was just blah. Uh, again, I'm not going to say a whole lot more about it. That's it. Uh, moving on to the next movie on Hulu, I watched The Lodge which came out earlier this year, I think. And by the way, I want to give a quick shout out to that very kind, sweet person that let me use their Hulu account. Yet the best. So The Lodge is, uh, to me, this it's kind of like an art house piece. Uh, it's not, It's I guess it's supposed to be a horror movie. To me, I didn't really see it as a horror movie. It was almost more of like a psychological thriller with some horror aspects to it. It's a story that uh, takes place out in a cabin by a lake during winter. Actually, it's it's uh, Christmas time. This is, I guess this is actually a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas horror movie. Even Christmas psychological thriller horror movie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this family out in this at this cabin by a lake dad and his two kids and dad's girlfriend that the kids aren't very fond of are at this lake house and the dad says oh well you know what i gotta go work at the office for a little bit so really this story revolves around the two kids and the girlfriend uh right off the bat that pissed me off about this <laughs> this story because it's like this dad's a dick but anyway uh this is uh, this movie's a one and done for me. I'm never ever gonna watch this movie ever again, and that's not a bad thing. This movie just shocked the hell out of me. I, I would put this in the same vein as uh, something like Hereditary or Midsommar or any kind of art house movie because that, uh, essentially that's what this one was. Uh, it's from the directors of Goodnight Mommy. There's another one I'll never watch ever again. And the reason why I'll never watch them again is because I have no interest in seeing the shit that happened in this movie ever again. And it's good shit because it keeps you thinking and it's done very well. I just don't want to ever experience it ever the fuck again. This is something that starts off as one thing. It goes into another thing. And then by the end of it, it's just holy shit. So... I highly recommend you watch this movie. My saying what the fuck is a good thing. I don't really want to hype it up that much. I, I, I'm not trying to hype it up that much by any means, but it, it, it affected me for a, a couple days after watching it. Uh, it's, it's like that. Oh, and it stars the kid from it. The kid that plays bill in it. Uh, another Hulu original series it's funny that this is actually called a series because the episodes essentially are movies. They're an, a legit hour and a half long movies. It's called Into the Dark. And this is a series where every month a new film is released based around a holiday that takes place within that month. Uh, I'm probably going to be talking about this series for a while, at least every month since that's how often you get an episode. I, I love this. A lot of it is, I would compare this series to young adult horror. And what I mean by that is if you take a concept like, are you afraid of the dark or goosebumps or something like that? But then you toss a lot of blood and gore into it and you get something like Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, that's what I would chalk this up to being. It is a lot of like silly humor. Um, like there's an episode called School Spirit. It, it's literally it's it's almost like the it's almost like the Breakfast Club, and it it comes across as like a young adult story. Like it's kids in high school, and then there's somebody that starts killing <laughs> killing them, and that's and you see like goriness throughout 
the the episode. Uh, so that's what I mean. Like you get this, are you afraid of the dark plot scenarios, but then it's gory as hell. So yeah, out of all these, I'm just going to name a couple of them. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you're curious about which one to watch, and you don't have to watch it in, in order by any means. They're, it's an anthology series, so you can watch any which one in at any time in any order you want to. There's no, uh, there's no certain order you have to follow. Uh, I'm just going to name a couple that I really enjoyed. Uh, number one, my favorite out of all of them so far is Puka. It is a Christmas special. <laughs> and then uh, Puka Lives, which is the sequel. So if you watch them, make sure you watch Puka first and then Puka Lives. Another two that I really liked. I really loved Treehouse. That was the film which revolved around National Women's Day. Very surprised by that one. I liked it a lot. Uh, and another good one is another shout out to you, Crawlers. Crawlers was very fun. They're all a lot of fun, but those... Those three, four are the ones that really stuck out to me a lot. Into the Dark. Go check it out. Hulu original series. It's from Blumhouse, the iconic production company that everybody talks about now. And uh, last but not least, going to talk about a movie I have been waiting for for a very long time. It was out in theaters for a little bit, and then the pandemic came, and it was put onto VOD for $20. I wasn't spending $20 to watch it, so I waited and waited and waited until finally it was... uh, I think it was $3.99 I rented it for. I usually don't rent anything above $3.99 just because uh, principal. <laughs> but I watched The Hunt finally. And this was one that I was, again, waiting for for so long. I've talked about it on here several times with JC and uh, I think Quinn. And if you're not familiar with this one, there was a controversy around this or controversy. I did air quotes there. And it was pulled from theaters or it was pulled before it even hit theaters. It, its release was delayed uh, a whole year. And then it finally came out at the beginning of this year. And then again, the pandemic happened. The pandemic happened. Uh, but I finally saw it. And I got to say, I absolutely love this movie. I had so much fun with this movie. Uh, it is about a group of people that are hunted uh, so if you've ever seen surviving the game or most dangerous game or fuck, I'll even throw out the hunger games. Uh, it's very similar as far as that scenario goes. It's just people hunting people. The way this movie was promoted was to be like a, I guess like a horror thriller. Uh, I would actually call this a dark action comedy. There is gore. There is a lot of blood. I don't think that makes something a horror movie. I mean, Rambo has blood and guts, and so did Apocalypto. And those weren't horror movies. Those were action movies. Uh, this is definitely a dark action comedy. Uh, the, the, there's so much humor throughout this movie. Uh, a lot of gore, like I said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. Uh, I love this movie. I watched it three times. Uh, the first time I watched it. Second time I did, I watched it again, literally back to back. And the third time I left it on for background noise, uh, movie was fan. I don't want to say the movie was fantastic cause I can't say that, but I had so much fun with it. It's a fun movie. Uh, there's the F word. It is a fun movie. I highly recommend you check it out. Just don't expect too much from it because it doesn't really have a lot to give. Just expect to see a lot of <laughs> quirky shit happening throughout this. I mean, it's got the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Dennis, it's got Dennis from It's Always Sunny, Sunny in Philadelphia. So you know it's going to be a little humorous. Um, even though Dennis did appear in The Strangers, and you know there was nothing funny about that movie. Yeah, everyone forgets he was in The Strangers, but he was. And all right, guys. Well, I am going to wrap this up now. Um, again, Thank you all for listening in. Uh, again, I apologize. 
for the hiatus of this show. But like I said, uh, depression's a depression's a real bitch. And I just want to throw it out there. If you are someone who is listening and you yourself have had a hard time with depression throughout these past few months, don't hold it in. You know, if you feel like you have something to say, or you feel like you want to talk to somebody, call a friend, call a family member, someone that will listen to you. Don't don't call your dad who's going to say, suck it up, you little bitch. Like, call someone who's actually going to listen to you, someone that, that's going to make you feel better. You got to have a best friend or like maybe a brother or a sister, someone at work, a teacher, a- a- anybody out there that's going to listen to you. Like, you just need to be heard. Don't bottle it up. It's not good for you. Trust me. Get out there and just just call somebody, talk to somebody. Um, you're not alone. Everyone's Everyone's dealing with it. All right. And just take care of yourself. Yeah. So again, guys, with that being said, uh, shit. Thank you as always for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. <laughs> Stay tuned. Like I said, guys, there's going to be a lot of stuff dropping, uh, whether it's this week, next week, in a couple weeks. Uh, just stay tuned. I'm working on a lot of stuff with a lot of people. And I'll catch you next time. Oh, oh, fuck. By the way, tune in next time because fuck you, JC. We are going to be talking about the new mutants. All right. Later. Later.